Hey, this is Ajit973 from the Raptors Uprising, and you're listening to the NBA 2K League show, PG. to the NBA 2K League show GG's here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We're your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week here covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Hail Mary Mallon, the song is Merlin on the opening track tonight. It's going to be the final night of NBA 2K League season three regular season action, and we have a loaded-up show for you tonight. Raptors Uprising kick things off tonight in pursuit of perfection. Wizards District Gaming and 76ers GC battle in a three-game series which controls many teams' playoffs destiny. Mavs GG versus Bucks Gaming, that'll give us a late-night series treat as these two playoff teams both appear playoff-ready. Hawks Talon look to extinguish the heat check in their season finale. More to come on the NBA 2K League show. GG's. Here we go. Game one action. Cavs Legion GC versus Raptors Uprising. It's a fast paced opening frame. 23 to 16 Uprising. And it will be Timely Cook leading all scores with seven points early going. Reese Mode. He's going to step into a green midi. 2.30 left here in the second quarter. Cavs Legion are down 12 points. Now, Kenny got work. The unanimous season three MVP. He's going to steal it. Moves down the length of the court. Slams it home. And he's fouled. And one opportunity. Uprising now up big. 51-31. And they'll go into the virtual locker room up 19. And this second half, well, hate to break it to you. Not a news flash here. It's going to be all Raptors Uprising GC here in the second half of play. And this one will go final after Sick books a 10-10-10 triple-double. Kenny got work. He's going to lead all scores with 41. And it's a 95-61 game one win for Raptors Uprising. Now, game two, the 6-2-K is got it going on in the early going. And this is on the heels of all the Raptors scoring double figures in game one. It's looking like more of the same in game two. Bottom line is Cavs Legion are in the way of a perfect season. And there is nothing getting in the way of that tonight. As it's 48-26 at halftime. And MVP Kenny got work has 26 of those points. Now, Raptors' defense is swarming, and you can tell their sense for perfection is heightened tonight. 77-39 through three quarters of play. Well, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have perfection. 16 and 0 as Raptors Uprising closes out the perfect season 90 to 47 over Cavs Legion. A Dash Radio Studio shout out to Kenny Timely, Reese Legit, and Sick for the perfect season. And we are going to be joined tonight on the Dash Radio Studio line by Raptors Uprising player. Legit973. Let's tap him in on the phone line. Dash Radio Studio Line tonight, NBA 2K League Show GG's joined by Raptors Uprising player Legit, fresh off the 16-0 perfect season. Welcome. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, he sounds excited, folks, doesn't he? We are going to pull out some energy from you tonight, legit, because obviously, you know, whether um, it's been watching you guys play all season long or just recently see you guys celebrate, we know that that passion and and love for the game is there. A perfect season indeed. That's locked in. The 6-2K family has secured the perfect 16-0 season by capping off a series sweep of Cavs Legion tonight. The tip-off, the turn champion, and you guys are heading into the playoffs, the number one overall seed. Legit. How does it feel to hear me say that? Oh, man, it's something that, like, I never imagined, like, coming into the season. I wasn't I wasn't even sure if I was going to... I came into the season, actually, as a six-man, and I wasn't, like, really sure if I was going to ever get to play a game. And then, like, you know, some stuff happened. I came into the lineup, and... It's been perfection ever since. What else can I say? You know, I think you can say a lot, legit, because your story is <laughs> is something that's it's very unique, but it's it's uplifting, right? Because think about think how many six man players are out there, whether it's two K or other sports, right? Just trying to get a chance to you know earn it. And I think, without a doubt, as your gameplay has proven throughout the season you most definitely have a seat at the table. Wouldn't you agree? I would definitely agree. Now, in, in terms of your gameplay, legit, uh, throughout the course of this season, let's take this and look at it from uh, sort of afar, right? Sort of at what game or maybe what week of the series were you kind of feeling your groove? Or did you feel your groove right out of the gates? I'm interested to know where all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I got this and we got this. Um, I think... I was confident the whole season, but after when tip off is like, I feel like that really uh, solidified us. Like, I was like the best team in the league, and that was like the stone right there. Yeah, playing in the tip off definitely put the league on notice. It's just it's interesting to see you know the evolution of this because you know I think a lot of teams come into the league with confidence. And rightfully so, right? They're all good players. Uh, the teams, as they're assembled, you know, as the season starts, they're going to feel like they have what it takes to win. Obviously, your team stood the test of time. Now, let's talk about the series here. A great game one for Raptors Uprising. Your team, you ultimately close out the game. You're the second leading scorer in this one. 19 points for you, five steals, and your goal five of six from downtown. Talk to me about what you were seeing offensively in that first game that allowed you to get s- such success from downtown. Honestly, it was really just uh, Kenny finding me in the corner and getting me smoking shots. 
And, you know, that's what I do. I'm really good at catching shooter, and I was just in my groove. Yeah, Kenny has that ability to, you know, not only find, he he finds the, the open shooter, but he really gets it to you in a good position, right? Because let's talk to the listeners, if you could maybe expand on uh, how important it is to actually catch the ball in the pocket and have a good opportunity to shoot versus, you know, catch the pass, you know, you maybe you're off balance, whatever the case may be. It just puts pressure on you as a shooter. Yeah, well, actually, when when you catch the ball and, like, like you said, like when you catch it in the rhythm, your boost is actually a badge called catch and shoot, which the player that IU has, and it gives you, um, it gives you like more of a bar, more of a window to green. So getting a hit in rhythm is a big part of shooting. And Kenny definitely has that talent in terms of finding you for that catch and rhythm shot that you're, you know, you're knocking them down at a high clip, and so is the rest of the team. Now, game two. Major flood on on hands. At what point in this series did you get a sense that this sixteen and zero season is happening? Honestly, like I say, by halftime in game one, I, I knew that they they really could have messed with us. I mean, I, I knew before the game too, but just I say halftime. Yeah, you obviously felt the confidence going into the game. You feel like you're going to win, but uh, you know, I'm just sort of trying to get a sense for, you know, when it sort of starts to feel real, right? It's like, you, you know, you know it's going to happen. You feel confidence going to happen. But at some point along the lines, it's like, this is going down. We are going to walk out of this thing 16-0. and Now, after tonight's win, legit, you guys won't play for almost three weeks. How will you help keep your focus and stay sharp over that period of time? You know, we, we, we got to stay sharp. We got to make sure we stay in our game. We're, we're scrimming every day. We got to put the extra effort in when I win the championship. Yeah, and in, in that championship, the ultimate goal, everyone's going to have their eyes on you guys. But at 16 no, no, I would say you guys can handle the pressure. Legit on the Dash Radio studio line tonight, everybody. Add him on social media at legit underscore 973 on Twitter. And if you're on Instagram, at Jake K, throw in the double underscore at the end for IG. And while you're there, add the team Aptors, Raptors GC, 16-0. and 0. Congratulations to you, Legit. Appreciate you having me, man. Thank you. Great talking with Legit there on the studio line. And let's dive into some more NBA 2K League action. 76ers GC and Wizards District Gaming. This is a series with huge playoff seeding implications. 14 all after a quarter of gameplay in this one. 10 points for Radiant. And Steve's playing shooting guard adds in the remainder for Philly. Now after two quarters of play, 76ers GC are looking good early. And this series has a playoff vibe in the regular season. JBM, he's the leading scorer for Wizards District Gaming, but at halftime, they will be trailing 34-30. Tons of DC here in the third quarter. Philly once had the lead, and their offense came out anemic. Only nine points for them as the team, and they will need to shift gears as they head into the fourth quarter of play, down 49-43. And this will be a Game 1 victory for Wizards District Gaming as they strike first in the the fourth quarter, and the final is going to be 64-51. 
Early stages of game two, 76ers GC, they're going to be up 20 to 16. And it's really backed up by a balanced scoring attack for Philly and an incredibly efficient shooting effort, 9 of 11 from the field. And it's back to back greens by Philly after blowing that nine point lead in game one. Let's see if the 76ers GC team lead is safe with two minutes left here in the first half. And what a first half it is. Wizards District Gaming, they go on a 14 to nothing run, erasing that Philly lead. Nudini had two transition slams that were up there as top dunks of the year, no doubt. One especially, a double clutch reverse slam. You're going to want to see the highlight of that. It was fire. Radiant, speaking of fire, he hits a technical fall shot and follows that up with a jam himself. 76ers holding on to that slim four-point margin as the clock is ticking down here in the third quarter, 56-52. Fourth quarter of play. Let's fast forward to the end as it gets wild. Radiant, he's going to be on the takeover, and they're up five points. That ball finds Reese to God on a scramble, and he greens it. 69-67, under 20 seconds left. Breadwinner slips the screen and stuffs it at the rim. Oh, man. Wizards pick up the ball, but B. Rich forces the break starter out of bounds. District cannot get the shot off. This one will go to a game three as Brooklyn and Minnesota are still holding their breath in this one. 71-67 the final. Game three action, and Wizards District jumping out on Philly with Radiant on a cold ring. But Wizards lead, that's cut quickly, and we are all tied up. 24 all, three minutes left to play in the second quarter. And as that second quarter comes to a close, it's Wizards District Gaming able to close it out up on top by 5, 34-29 in a low-scoring Game three, JBM has 18 of that 34 points. And Dayfry, after a slow game two, has a double-double with 14 and 11 already in the first half. Wizards District Gaming, they're going to control the pace, and their defense has Philly's offense in the grinder. Only 14 points for the 76ers GC in that third quarter. District will enjoy the 51-43 lead. Ultimately, it's going to be too much Wizards District gaming, and this series is GG's. Wizards District 75, 76ers GC 60, and we are going to tap into that Dash Radio studio line. And don't forget, save this number, lock it in, do whatever you got to do, 818-821-0777. That's that Dash Radio studio line number. Leave us a comment, drop us a question, we'll try to work it in on the show and of course follow us on social media at nba 2k league show now let's get on the phone with wizards district new dini dash radio studio line tonight on fire telephone calls coming in left and right this time joined by wizards district gaming new dini welcome him to the show thank y'all for having me Yes, happy to have you here on the phone lines tonight. Big series win. It goes the distance, three games against 76ers GC. Tons of playoff implications. I'm sure you're aware of that. Uh, Nudini, let's let's talk about sort of the lead up to this game, right? You know, I was, I was curious to see how you guys would come out. Um, obviously, you know, knowing Dave Fry and JBM and the competitive nature of your team, you being on tons of high-level teams really throughout your whole career, 
I figured you guys were going to wrap this up, take care of business. But I, a part of me thought, you know, a win, a loss, it doesn't really change a lot for you guys, but it changes a lot for others, right? Yes, sir, it does. It was, if we uh, if we would have lost, I'm pretty uh, the Sixers would have been the 10th seed and uh, T-Wolves would have been ninth. But since we got the W, I'm, I believe the Nets are in and the T-Wolves are the 10th seed going into the ticket. Yeah, and, and really, I got to imagine, you guys are just trying to, Obviously, play well week in and week out. Keep that momentum. Keep that high level of gameplay going, no matter what. You know, you're you're out here to offer no favors to anybody. Hey, yep, exactly. Uh, we come in with the same mindset every game uh, and every practice, just to get better. Um, it's been uh, it's been a pretty rough year, you know, with COVID going on. Everybody, you know, seeing seeing everybody every day. There's no like chance to go roam. There's no chance to really. Uh, do much except for you know sit in the apartment practice watch the games when they're on and then you know play our games um and then you know due to covid we had to do the best of three series and normally you know go to new york play one game play your best game put all into it and then you know you're done but now that's the three so you have to lock in for at most three games which is what we had to do tonight um obviously radiant had a phenomenal game too i think he had like 45 46 and yes. uh now you know we had to come out game three and you know, there. I, I love everybody on that team. They're still all family to me. They're still all brothers. Uh, it sucks that it came down to if we win, they're in the ticket. But um, at the end of the day, it is a business, and uh, we just had to do what we had to do and go get the win. Wizards District Gaming definitely took care of business tonight. Nudini on the Dash Radio studio line talking about the big series win. Upcoming playoffs. Um, I'm not sure if we know exactly who you guys are playing in the playoffs. I can't imagine it matters all that much to you guys because you're going to bring it to them, probably very likely bring that brand of high-level Wizards District defense, uh, which I'd like to talk to you about right now. Over the course of this season, I have, you know, I've watched literally every every game <laughs> because I'm in the so studio. I got them, I got, well, all of yours and all of everybody else's because I got them up in the studio. Ooh. But your guys' defense is a calling card that – is a real is a real one there's something about it like like you said radiant was getting going in game two but game three tons of pressure on him talk to me about sort of how you guys made some shifts to slow him down uh as a team it was just i like they just trusted me as i had to get back to playing how i played lock obviously i've played the four all year but um people that you know followed my career uh follow my last two seasons in the league besides this one i played lock last year for the sixers and we went to the finals. Um, so, haven't played lock that much this year. And, you know, last game of the year, uh, we wanted to get be rich in the game. And Pat asked me, he said, do you want to play uh, lock or do you want to play power forward? And it was my old team. Um, and I just said, let me play lock. Um, just see how it goes. Uh, we had practice today. Practice went well. I was shooting well. Um, and then we just took it uh, took it to the game and we just went with it. Uh, obviously, this game didn't have any implications on us. We were four seed no matter what. Um but going into game three, it was just Ryan. You know, Ryan is like our de uh, defensive anchor. Like, he was helping me a lot, um, telling me what side to play. Um, I was telling him what side I was taking away. Like, it's just – that's the biggest thing. For anybody that wants to play defense in 2K or uh, be phenomenal on 2K, whether it's center, the four, point guard, box, sharp, whatever you play, communication is the biggest thing. I know people say that the 2K league is not like the real NBA, but in a sense it is. If you don't communicate – you just try to guess what your teammates are going to do, it's not going to end well. No doubt. And you mentioned your career, and I want to touch on that because uh, in terms of longevity in the league and, and winning, 
I think your name goes synonymous with that as it's been documented throughout the season. It, it, I haven't seen it formalized, but I, I think many in the know believe that you're the winningest player currently in the NBA 2K League, given your first two seasons success with 76ers GC and now with such success at Wizards District Gaming. Have you heard about this or are you aware of this fact? Uh, I heard Dirk talking about it the other night, um, and I just, you know, I thought I was thinking back to, like, my just overall, like, regular season record and not count tournaments or anything like that. And when you add up this season um, and, like, the last two, I mean, I don't know who else has a record as high as me, but that's not, like, I give myself all the, I don't give all myself all the credit because I've been around phenomenal teams. But at the end of the day, in 2K, you just got to play your role. I came into season one not really thinking like thinking I was like so good at sharp and all this stuff. And like, I, I still am. I still think I could be a great shooter in the league or, you know, whatever position I'm at. But I, after, uh, at the tip off when I wasn't shooting that well season one and Scurdy was, and Kai came to me and he said, Hey, you were thinking about putting Scurdy on the wing at the two sharp and putting you at the three sharp and, you know, just doing that. Cause he's the one having a lock. And at that moment I realized like, you can't play for yourself in this league. You have to play for the people next to you. You have to play for their families. Uh, everybody's trying to win money. Um, and I just told Kite, I said, okay, that's fine. Uh, and we ended up shocking everybody and uh, won the ticket, or not the ticket, the turn, uh, tip off, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, I mean, going into that season one, we were, I think, six, I think we were ranked 11th out of 13 teams. And, you know, we'll go in and win the ticket or the turn, tip off. Man, they just all have the same stuff. It was just crazy. So in this league, you just have to put your ego to the side. And when you do that, uh, great things can happen as, we've seen with my success these last three seasons. That's so wild. You mentioned that story in Udini because like I said, I've been covering the league uh, since it started. And I remember that specifically because I was doing a game recap prior, you know, prepping for that tournament. And I remember reading about, you know, Hey, this, this 76 or GC team, you know, they're talking about the draft in that ranking. And then you guys came on one and it was like, you know, shock to the world. And it was, you know, you guys in B five, on on for the rest of that season and man it just uh boy it dawned on me just now you know how fast time flies you know here we are season three getting ready for the playoffs you know i want to ask you something funny game two you had two i would say pretty sick slam dunks almost back to back do you remember this it's a 14-0 run philly is kind of in control at this point you guys neutralize that run but you had like a double pump reverse jam walk me through that play honestly i remember getting two of those and i was telling my team like with uh with the build that i'm on at the two to flash and lock it has i think the highest dunk rating in the 2k league uh, for driving dunk so anytime i it's like I, i'm on a fast break and it's me and another guard or like me and the point guard 99 percent of the time i'm going to be able to finish so i just hop step and um was just going for the dunk. I didn't even know it was going to give me that. And when it did that, everybody was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, honestly, I don't even know what dunk package this is because all I have on is front clutch, uh, front clutches, leaning tomahawks, and like a baseline reverse dunk since it has such a high dunk. So I don't know where that dunk came from. I think 2K just wanted me to show out a little bit. Um, and I ended up getting two of them, or actually three of them throughout the whole series. So, I mean, they were just pretty pretty sick dunks. Uh, I think in game three, I got an and one with one of them, um, which kind of, you know, sealed the game a little bit. Um, and I don't know. I just, I, I, I like playing all positions. I feel like I could play one through four in the league at a high level. Uh, and the wizards 
took a chance with me and uh, they wanted me to play the four and I just took it and ran with it and then I got to play lock tonight and it was fun. Well, I tell you what, you sh- showed out tonight. Uh, Wizards District Gaming has been showing out all season long. On to the playoffs, and we're going to get back onto the show here. NBA 2K League show, GG's, joined by Nudini from Wizards District Gaming. Before we go, lock him in on Twitter, at Nudini. Super simple. If you want to get a little crazy and get complicated, at Nudini33. On IG, and while you're there, add the team at Wizards DG Nudini. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me again, and uh, everybody have a great night. Excellent time talking with Nudini of Wizards District Gaming. Appreciate him calling up that Dash Radio studio line. And again, number is 818-821-0777. And we have tons of action to get into. Series up next, Mavs Gaming versus Bucks Gaming. And we figured we'd bring in one of our own, Marcus Woodard. He's got a show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, the Clipboard Radio Show, airing Mondays at 4 p.m. Central each and every week. So let's bring him on the phone tonight and have him discuss what it's going to take for a Mavs Gaming Series win. Dash Radio Studio Line tonight, NBA 2K League Show, GG's joined on the phone. Coach, host of the Clipboard Radio Show, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, buddy. Marcus, um, happy to have you on. Finally getting a chance to talk about some Mavs gaming. We know about your radio show that's airing 4 p.m. Central Time right here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. And I think at this point, we should just, you know, let you take it away in terms of just talking about the big-time matchup tonight, Mavs GG versus Bucks Gaming. Tons of playoff implications going down in this one. Bucks, we all are, you know, everyone knows in the 2K community, fresh off that big 133-point win last night. Let's let's hear your thoughts on this series. Uh. As I, I said last week on the show, uh, like you said, Dash Radio is at the Burnett Channel every Monday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, it's going to be an interesting uh, series between these two. The Mavs mentioned uh, mediocrity when it comes to points differential. They're sitting right there dead in the middle. Uh, the Bucks give up around 70 points a game, and they also average around 70 points a game. So, I think the Mavericks are going to have to match their offensive output in order to win this game tonight, this series, the best of three series. I did pick the Bucks. I mean, I know I covered the Mavericks, but you know, I do have a prediction panel that I have on uh, Twitch. I mean, Twitter. So I have to pick the games. I have to pick them fair and square. I mean, it's just the way it is. But that's the reason why I picked the Bucks because the Mavs have a difficult uh, have difficulty scoring the ball. Uh, they have to get out in transition to, to, to get buckets, and they're, they're not a good half-court uh, offensive team. So that's the reason why I picked the Bucks in this one. Uh, the Mavs, if they do lose this one, as, as you probably already know, Aaron, that they will drop down to the sixth seed. I mean, the seventh seed, if they win, they will advance up to the uh, five, fifth seed. Uh, I don't think there's any way to avoid playing the Raptors early in the, in the, in the playoffs, so it really doesn't matter where they're seated, but I know they're probably – want to uh, win this game to go into the playoffs with a little momentum because they have uh, played some 500 ball over the last week. So 
that's that's what's gonna it's gonna take for these uh for these guys to, to get over the hump and get prepared for the for the playoffs, which in a place where they're not comfortable with winning, they're uh having advanced past the second round in the playoffs since the inception of this team, which they've they've been in since the uh, inaugural season. Uh this is the third season, so I'm sure there's something that they need to uh in order to, to gain some confidence as as a as the entire organization because uh like I said, uh they, they bought back for the uh remaining starters from last year, so the chemistry should be there. There's no reason for them not to be able to get out the first round. So I, I look forward to seeing them advance in the first round, but it's gonna be a tough task. Yeah, and it's gonna be a really a battle tonight. <clears throat> You're gonna have Reg who's been absolutely throwing flames going against Sherm. And then really, you know, I think a key factor in this one is Dime stepping up in the shooting guard spot, you know, just the same as, you know, like A-Rooks is doing from the small forward position last night for Bucks gaming. Mavs are going to need some offensive firepower. Hearing from you, it sounds like 70 points is going to be sort of that magic number that Mavs gaming is going to have to get up and over if they want to be competitive in this one. Because I think, you know, it goes without saying, Bucks Gaming's offensive powers, uh, well-stated, well-covered throughout the season. Now, Coach, I want to ask you really quick. You have, you know, much more going on than just simply, you know, a Monday, 4 p.m. Central Time uh, radio show here on Dash Radios covering the Mavs. You're also heavily involved in the GA2K League Um and I would love to hear your comments on that. I know you got some game t- game action going on tonight, and I think it's something that you know pro am community they need to be more aware of because it's a great platform for players. Definitely, uh, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm here right now covering the game right now. Uh, I do the coach's corner here where we uh, do a post game and pre game show uh, after each series. It's a great developmental league. I'm hoping one day that it can gain some traction to become the uh, feeder. Uh, system for the NBA 2K League, sort of like the G, uh, G League is for the NBA. Uh, that's what we do here. We're trying to develop players uh, mentally, uh, physically, skill-wise, from uh, every aspect of NBA 2K to get them prepared for the next level. And that's just what we offer here. And I'm hoping to see this grow throughout uh, multiple communities throughout the uh, United States because it's definitely uh, something that's needed. Uh, you have uh, other leagues, Call of Duty, League of Legends, things like that, who have uh, systems already in place to uh, take guys from the amateur circuit to the pro circuit, and, and it's sorely needed in the NBA 2K community. So I'm so, I'm hoping it's something that the uh, NBA 2K League look at and adapt moving forward. Uh, like I said, it's something that's, that's, that's needed, and yeah, that's my take on that. Awesome. Well, I mean, really good stuff. I think you're spot on given all the circumstances of the league, right? Having some type of feeder system, it would be helpful, beneficial, no doubt, in terms of developing quality talent, you know, each season as this league continues to grow and expand. Good stuff there. Now, back to some Mavs gaming. You talked about, you know, thoughts on on hoping that the team could expand on a playoff win we know the playoffs have not been kind to Mavs gaming they've had some really good seasons but in the tournament play as of late they've had some struggles outside of sort of your prediction of going through and you know thinking you can get a first round win out of them what what would be a key takeaway like what what player either has to step up or what's one thing you believe that they're going to have to do as a team better if they want to make a run at this well, odd as it may sound, I'm not in the uh, locker room with coach or other players, but uh, as you know, 
Dimes uh, was drafted as a point guard. He has the point uh, ability to play point guard. It's something that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if, if we did see tonight uh, because I think he like he leads the league in, in field goal percentage from the uh, field and from three point range right now. Uh, the problem is this team doesn't take enough shots. Uh, they're 17th in the league from the last, last time I checked and uh, uh, offensive uh, efficiency. Uh, that's what's scoring the ball. So I think if if either Don's back at the point guard spot, you mentioned that he played the two, but actually he's been moved to the three. They got on that uh, three-level score. They have uh, by any means Mo playing as their uh, star student defender at the two. I think and that, that, that three-level score doesn't have ball handling ability. So it would, if, he, if he doesn't move back to the point guard, he needs to be back at the shooting guard position to where he can he- help um, Sherman in, in half court with ball handling. So you can't get that on a three-level score. So I think he should move back to the offensive threat field at the two. So he can be able to handle more if they're not going to move him back to the point guard. Uh, that's one option that they have. Um, uh, Spartan has shown the ability to be a threat on the offensive end. I don't think he gets enough touches. I think he's he's a dog in the post. I think if he get more touches in the post, uh, that, could, that could help his team get more points. But and another issue, even though the Mavs do hold their opponents to uh, 64 points a game, uh, it's, I don't think it's because of their great defense. I think it's more uh, to be showing of the, the teams that they've played on their schedule. The teams that they've played on their schedule on average 70 point, 74 points, I'm sorry, 67 points uh, on average per season. So they haven't played any really tough, tough opponents on their schedule. So I think that uh, I would I wouldn't say if they can get the defense to to play a little bit better. They could get more points that way. They can get, you know get stops and get out in transition. Uh, where by any means Mo and Sherman uh, at the top of the uh, of the uh, defensive uh, on the zone in the, in the zone. So I think if they can get some league out, get some uh, get by five or six, seven extra points that way, that'll help. So that's three options right there that I think they can increase that fifty four points per game average up to around the 70 points. So like you said, and like, and like I said earlier, that's what, that's what it's going to take for them to advance tonight and especially in the playoffs. There's no way that they're going to be able to have success in the play- playoffs on the scoring 64 points a game. If you look at the uh, top of the league, the guys that are uh, qualified right now for the playoffs, every team up there, above them averaging over 60 points a game, I mean 70 points a game. So they have to get that, that threshold up to around 70 points a game and continue to play uh Great defense or defense by numbers has been keeping it keep, uh, these teams down below 70 points. Great stuff. Marcus Woodard on the Dash Radio Studio Line tonight, host of our Clipboard Radio Show. You can catch that Mondays, 4 p.m. Central Time on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Hey, we're going to jump back into NBA 2K League Show GG's. More to come after this. Thanks for joining us. Okay, we got the predictions, we got the analysis. Let's see what actually shakes out here. Now, as we discussed Mavs gaming, they're going to need to bring all their offensive firepower to this series. And it's going to be 23-18 as Sherm is really playing great in the early goings. And after 12 minutes of gameplay, Mavs offense cools off in the second quarter, but they're still out in front, 35-32 at halftime. Sherm and Plondo, 18 points each on their representative teams. And really, I think at this point, too many turnovers for Bucks Gaming as they're up to nine already. 
they'll need to get this under control if they're going to make a second-half comeback. Now, crazy game one as Mavs earn an impressive victory, 62-60. to Sherm closes out with 24 points, and Pete has an ultra-productive 15-10-6 game. Bucks up early going in game two, 19-8 in the first quarter. Mavs gaming offense struggling, and at halftime, they're behind 14, and it's going to be a 41-27 score at halftime. Now, Bucks gaming, their lead's going to grow in the third quarter, and there is just simply too many Mavs gaming turnovers. Bucks will force a deciding game three behind Reg's 31 points and nine assists, a Rooks, he's going to have 18, and Plondo pouring in a double-double, 13 and 11. Next game of the night, last series to check out, Hawks Talon versus Heatcheck Gaming. First six minutes of play, and Hawks Talon have the lead, 16 to 10. Well, just over two minutes now left in the second quarter, and the Hawks Talon already have Heatcheck doubled up, 28-14 is the score, Lee. He's going to be on his takeover, and it's all Hawks talent in the first half. BP is on fire, 28 points for him, and Heatcheck's flame is all but extinguished as they're shooting an ice-cold 9 of 24 in the first half. 39-18, halfway mark of Game 1, and this late series will be a final in Game 1 as this one goes 68-59 behind BP's balling effort, 41 for him, Lee with 12-10. and 10. Game 2 action, not a lot to talk about here. I apologize, we were busy working things out in the studio. Nonetheless, I can get you a final, 79-70 as Hawks Talon closes out their season with a series sweep. Now, more things that I can tell you about tonight is we do have some deciding and final activity in the brackets. Let's talk about the ticket tournament. The matchups are officially defined. This is breaking news from the NBA 2K League. Here we go. First matchups of the night. T-Wolves earning the 10th seed. They will have the automatic buy and essentially are playing the winner of the ticket tournament. They're going to face the challengers. Let's talk about those challengers. B5, the 11th seed. And on their side of the bracket is going to be Heat Check Gaming versus Celtics Gaming, the 18-19 match. Winner plays B5. Next series, Grizz Gaming, the 14 seed, takes on the 23 seed Lakers Gaming. And then Knicks Gaming playing Pistons GT. The winners of those series will slide up and will play quarterfinals matches later on. Now, dropping down to the bottom side of the bracket here, you're going to have 76ers GC earning the 12th spot. Hawks Talon GC with their win tonight over Heat Check Gaming earning the bye in the 13th seed. So, Gen G Tigers as the 17th seed will play Cavs Legion GC, winner taking on 76ers GC. Okay, now Hawks Talon is going to play the winner of Magic Gaming, the 16th seed, versus the 21st seed, Pacers Gaming. And in other news, as we talked about earlier in the show, with the victory, Wizards DG are helping out Nets GC, earning them the playoff spot. Let's talk about the seeding in the cutoff line here. You know about the number one overall team, Raptors Uprising GC. They finished perfect, 16-0. Congratulations to them. 
the number two seed, Jazz Gaming. We just had Splashy on last night. We talked about that 14-2 and two record. They have the two seed locked in. The number three seed goes to Warriors Gaming Squad. And also at 13-3, and three, number four, Wizards District Gaming. So two 13-3 teams on the season. Number five seed in the NBA 2K League regular season, Kings Guard, 11-5. Mavs Gaming in the series tonight against Bucks Gaming and Bucks Gaming. They're going to finish six and seven, respectively. Mavs Gaming with the sixth seed, Bucks Gaming with the seventh seed. Hornets Venom GT in an expansion season, earning the eighth overall seed, nine and seven. Hats off to them and the organization for playing well and having some adversity and still. Managing a winning season in a playoff effort. Congratulations, Hornets Venom GT. Nets GC, hats off to them as well. Chalk and the crew proving doubters wrong. They're in the playoffs. 8-8 eight and eight overall in the ninth seed. The cutoff line, T-Wolves Gaming. Last year's defending champs. That's the big story here. They're going to have to earn it through the ticket as they clinch the 10th overall seed. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. It's been a pleasure recording and talking about these games each and every night post game with everybody interacting and most importantly really getting to talk with all the players every night as we're bringing on multiple interviews in an evening i love doing this it couldn't be more proud to represent dash radio and work with the nba 2k league on bringing the nba 2k league to our audience here at dash radio so this is aaron groshan and thank you for listening tonight on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are the NBA 2K League Show GG's, and I'm letting Raptors Uprising Sick 973 pick the song tonight that we are walking off to, and he's chosen some little baby, and the track is called We Paid. <laughs>